Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are your hosts today, TJ, Zach, and Raj. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. Today we got your midweek breakdown. We're going to be talking about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, day-by-day streaming, spot starts, that kind of thing. Starting off with the injuries, we'll go with the most recent. Artemi Panarin missed practice today for a maintenance day. He played. He played like a minute and a half on the top line with Mika Zibanejad, which was something I was very excited about. Exited the game midway through the second period as a result of a scrum and Tom Wilson kind of at the heart of that. Nice. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> nice. Uh, Thomas Shabbat also left his Love game with an upper body injury. Eric Brandstrom logged a huge, a vast majority of the power play time on ice for them. Nick Foligno left the game today, did not return with an upper body injury. Joe Thornton took his spot on line one. Very interesting. Morgan Riley was not on power play one today. It was Rasmus Sandin. Logged over 75% of Toronto's power play time. Playing with the top unit. I don't know why they're doing it. Maybe they're getting froggy this late. They've already clinched. They want to see what they have. I think so. Yeah. Is that consensus? My, my initial thought was, that's not for real. Yeah. <laughs> Give Riley a bit of a rest before the playoffs. Sure. Push. I think so, too. There was just so many game time decisions today. Alex Ovechkin, Tyler Sagan, Dennis Gurianov, John Carlson, Max Pacioretty, Vladimir Tarasenko. All game time decisions today. Connor Garland, too. Ovi. Took one shift and then left. So his upper body injury or lower body, I, I forget which one it is, but he was not ready to come back. Tyler Sagan played, started on the fourth line, scored a goal, worked his way up, which was exciting, except I'm going up against Tyler Sagan today. Uh, Gurianov assisted on that Sagan goal. Carlson absolutely chugged minutes in a return to action. Patrietti did not play. Tarasenko played, took reps on power play one. Justin Falk up there with Tori Krug on the shelf. Any interest in talking about Justin Falk again, Zach? I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> and I think everybody listening knows the answer to that. Boo, Justin Falk. Sure enough. Boo. Boo hiss. Boo hiss. Evgeny Malkin did return. There was there was some confusion early in the day. Like Matt Vensel and Dave Molinari were on two different pages at practice. Like Vensel said that Malkin was on power play one. Molinari said that McCann was on the top power play and Malkin was on power play two. Just like whiplash going through what was actually happening there. Uh, in reality, Malkin was on power play one and the even strength lines were Gensel, Crosby, Rust, Zucker, Malkin, Kapanen, McCann, Carter, Goudreau. What do you guys think about Jared McCann? I mean, we had pretty much conceded the fact that he was going to lose power play time. Now he's losing even strength deployment as well. Is this a nail in the coffin or is this just bump him down a little bit? How viable do you guys think he is, Raj? Uh, the schedule is awesome this week, but uh, yeah, I think his deployment is going to seems to be taking a big hit. Um, I last episode went with um, Jeff Carter over McCann. And I think uh, I think I think I'm a little bit more sure of that one. So you'll still take Carter over McCann here? Yeah. Yep. All right. I just like his shots. No. I just like his shots. Oh, I, I get liking the shots. I do. I get liking the shots, but they're both on the same damn line. Yeah. Yeah, and same power play, I too. I trust Jared so. McCann to, to score, you know, to score those goals more than I trust Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter is good for a goal every now and then. Don't get me wrong. And the shots are, you know gonna be above you know two three somewhere around there a game but i don't i'm not ready to just move past jared mccann and put jeff carter even though like i'm a jeff carter supporter i can't put jeff carter ahead of mccann tj so let's talk about this jeff carter 15 48 average time on ice 
Jared McCann had 11.29. Two shots, two shots for Jeff Carter, but four more minutes time on ice. Does this adjust your answer at all? I think it's a big slap in the face to Jared McCann. Yeah, after that's all he's done, man. For sure. After all he's done. That's that's what I think. Yeah, I would be choked if I was <laughs> in his shoes, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that was a bit of a weird one. The The whole Flyers game was strange. Like, the Flyers always get up when they go out against the, the Penguins. Like, they tore it up today. Connect me, two assists, one on the power play, seven shots on goal. We put up seven goals today against against the Penguins. This Dude, it's, it's almost like his January or something. <sighs> this is not how I, I foresaw this game going. Place. You'll remember back to last episode when I was like, yeah, Casey to Smith. That is a surefire good thing to do. <laughs> he lasted two periods and uh, and got pulled. So, Zach, I will, I'm sure you've cooked up a double helping a crow. Beat it. <laughs> you can you can throw I in mean, a toe-to-so at me. just talk about that. We just did. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, poor guy. I love it. It's great. I'm going to hold on to McCann, Zach, in our ESPN league. Uh, I like the schedule a lot. I hate our waiver wire. And we have 22-man rosters. And McCann just fits for me. So I'm going to hold on. Maybe I'll give it one more game tomorrow. If if that time on ice doesn't come back up, I'll consider moving him out. But I, I don't know. That schedule is too pretty. Like those Flyers games, I thought they were gimme games. And then what? They go on to Buffalo the rest of the week? That, yeah. That to me is just yeah. choice. And, it's, and, and especially... So we always say like we have a we have a pretty deep league as far as like the people that are available. Um and if you can find somebody better than Jared McCann in our league, I'd be hard pressed to find it. Um there might be a couple out there and you can always get lucky to be reliable, not really. Yeah, I you know I think either guy is still still holdable based on the schedule. Plus the two off nights, plus the Although fuck, did Buffalo end up winning? They did. They did. Sam Reinhardt this... with like a single handed effort on this one well and this goalie who's oh, like the lost, fifth string goalie on buffalo gets a oh, win yeah. against the hauser Island. right the it was hauser i don't even know i think it was M- michael hauser if, if, if i I'm think remembering he his name fucking correctly. sweeps the locker rooms <laughs> his normal day job but yeah he, he came through for them that's awesome but uh i don't see philly or buffalo continuing to dominate for the rest yeah. of the week it's, it was bizarre all world today absolute bizarre world Another one, uh, okay, so Patrick Laine returned from injury, nobody or illness, nobody really gives a shit. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky, getting some rest, did not play Sunday. How many semis or finals do you think that just ruined or threw t- through a tizzy? Like, I guarantee you that the number is not a zero. A ton. Yeah. A ton. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine? Drafting a goalie say, first round, he's going to fucking yeah. last day of the... You got Vasilevsky, oh, you're like, hey, I have the goalie who is guaranteed to fucking win because it's the best team playing, you know, the worst team. Mm. He's been dominating, getting shutouts all fucking year long against Detroit, and then they decide to not play him. Yeah, they go with Gibson, oh, the third stringer. I was looking forward to that game all week. I was like, that's points. Those are points in the bank. I didn't need them. But, but that's the thing. I, I was counting that's on him, you know? You didn't need him, but how many people do you think were out there who were maybe down just a couple of points? Yeah, more than zero. And that automatic sure. win, a possible shutout on top of it, would have just, like, sealed the deal. Like, I have one person playing, and it's the one guy that could <laughs> get, you know, double-digit points. Oh, yeah. I, I was lucky enough, the one team I have Vazzy on, um, 
I managed to squeak through without that game, but that was a pretty stressful Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things things are just not the way they should have been. All right, Mike Matheson, Pittsburgh, is week-to-week. TJ Oshie took a personal day today. Uh, Sam Bennett, day-to-day, doesn't play again until Saturday. Our boy, Bang Daddy Bennett. Do you think this is a drop, or do you think this is a blessing in disguise because you can slot him into your IR, not drop him, and still get him for Saturday, but also stream? So it's like it's kind of the best of both worlds. You're hoping he comes back, but I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think here? Like, say you don't have an IR spot. It, it's a drop, right? I yeah. See what you, I see what you did there. Saturday's tough, like the too. The right? Hannah Montana thing? <laughs> anyway. yeah, no, I think that's definitely a good idea if it's he's going to come back and you have some days to kill and you can just, without dropping who you would have to drop as the bottom of your roster, all of a sudden you get to open up a spot for free by moving someone into the IR. Yeah, it, it could be just fine. I wouldn't... Um you know go out of my way to do it though because it is saturday right so you're not going to be short on games on saturday yeah, either way but with the role that bennett's been on he is worth holding if it's easy to do i would say hey, it's not just a streamer anymore he turned himself into a hold for sure just like that dude last week i was up against dry i forget who else chucky has i've destroyed it from my brain already but all i remember is that sam bennett had more fantasy points than dry like sam bennett won me my week if i didn't have bennett I would have lost. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So much better than Gusev. It's going to point that out. Yeah, right? <laughs> would you be in the finals if you had Gusev instead of Bennett? I would not. Let's let's say that. Go. All right, so moving on. Carey Price is expected to return to the ice tomorrow. That just means practice. So he's, he's not going to be like, you know, stepping right into the crease. He could. But, uh, you know, just keep an eye on it. I know a lot of us were, were counting on. Oh, shit. Nick Schmaltz injured. During warm-ups. I think I took him out at the last second. I hope not. I mean, it's too late already. Yeah, I hope not. I hope you have him in. Nope. He's out. He's out. Fuck you. Damn. Damn. Uh, Where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, so a lot of us were counting on Carey... Or not Carey Price. Um, A lot of us were counting on Jake Allen this week. But just just a heads up. Carey Price is entering the mix. So Allen might not get... uh, He might not get the volume that we're counting on. Mike Riley's out in Boston. Matt Grizzlick should have been on the top power play, but I don't think they got a proper power play. I'm looking at um, last game lines here on Frozen Tools, and it doesn't look like they got like a normal power play. So maybe it was all for naught. Oh, no, they did. They got a minute and 22 for Matt Grizzlick, so they got one power play opportunity. Uh, Matt Grizzlick was on the top power play today. Just keep an eye on it if Mike Riley remains out. That's it for the injuries. Storylines. I want to start off with the the playoff pool, the YouTube, the Discord. Raj, if you want to take this thing away. Sure, yeah. The playoff pool, um, we got started a couple days ago. There's already two leagues full. Uh, another one almost full. We'll probably end up with four or five different uh, playoff leagues going. Um, for now, there's just 16-team um, free points leagues. On Wednesday, it looks like I'll probably be firing up a money league. Yeah, and that's uh, the one that we need uh, a little more interest in. For any any of those leagues, hit, hit me up on Twitter or on our Discord, the Five Hole Discord, and uh, just at me if you want some some rules. Uh, What's or your Twitter? Some invites at the Mike Rogerson, the, the one and only, the Mike Rogerson. <laughs> and uh, what are you thinking about? I'll, I'll, Fire you off my my fans only and my uh, home address and all that stuff as well. How much do you uh, fans only? Taxes. Your only fans. 
I don't even know. I'm it's not just Raj wearing beach shirts that are Canucks. Everything you own is Canucks. Look at look at you. It's just it's just Everything. a Rick Rippin jersey and nothing else. <laughs> it's just blue and green. That's always the an extra thing. small Rick Rippin jersey. Sleeves rolled up. Cropped do you have up. Canucks um, underwear? Yep, I do. I, I believe do. that. I actually do. Yeah, yeah. so do I. You yeah. very much for sure. I actually would have been surprised if you did. We know uh, what we're getting Raj for Christmas. I got. I'm just gonna do it. Here's one of my socks I was wearing. I desperately was hoping that, that you were not passer. somehow getting your underwear out of your pants. Like you just reached sock. down. You're wearing it right now. <laughs> head to, to Tokenucks. Fucking Zoolander style. Just uh, around. Yeah, I don't need any more Canucks swag for Christmas. That's for sure. Uh, but on top of that, we are gonna we're gonna put the um, we're gonna do the draft uh, the drafts live on youtube for anybody who wants that this uh, should be a fun time and we're what we're like 10 subscribers away from being able to name our own channel i think we're at like 90 so yeah come follow our youtube we're gonna kick it into gear a little bit more next season but for now we're gonna get yeah. it going with the playoff stuff and join that follow oh, that yeah. so while Whatever. we're while we're asking the listeners to do stuff for us here you know we've been getting like i've been sending all the guys in our group chat just screenshots of everybody saying like yo Thank you guys so much for the help this year, you know, without I love it, dude, it's great. Uh, what I want to say is if you could do one thing for us to show thanks would be excellent. Is just leave a review. It's, it's probably the best way to help us grow, help us do what we do. I mean, we're going to do it anyway. Like if nobody listened, we're probably going to do this anyway. Just get drunk and, and bitch about hockey. But the fact that people enjoy it while we're doing it is rad. So if you got time, just go to Apple Leave us uh, uh, the amount of stars you think we deserve and and write some words. That would be awesome. So thank you guys for listening. I mean, I know I'm I'm tired of making burner accounts so that I can review our show. All like, of our I'm, reviews are Zach. I can't do it too much longer. <laughs> Running out of Apple can't idea come up ideas. With new names. All right. That is it for the shilling. Let's go to um Sagan and Malkin. Um my original idea was to put Sagan on the bench just because I thought it'd be safer, number one. Two, he started out on the fourth line, but he worked his way up, scored a goal. Turns out I was wrong. Uh, the same thing for Malkin. Power play assist, two shots on goal. Those are those are pretty good storylines. I mean, you can bring them just right into your lineups. So good for you guys. If you were holding on, I think it was 23 games that uh, Malkin was out and two surgeries Jeez. and like eight months later for Sagan. So well worth the investment if it's paying off right now in your finals. Buffalo coming back against the New York Islanders for their first win. This was the first time that Buffalo beat the New York their Islanders. first win ever. <laughs> against their the Islanders this year. first win all season long. I want to know Well, if... it was somebody's first win ever, actually. Yeah, there's that, that Hauser guy, right? Yeah. Is it Michael? Dude. Do you have his name on My your screen right now? Michael Hauser. Right on. Fucking A, yeah. bud. Fucking A. Yeah, Dude. Just give her. 34 shots, man. He so he he it wasn't a bunk game either. He he beat the Islanders on, on 34 saves. I'll tell you what. Against on 36. Sounds shots. like he's hitting NHL.com's top 100 fantasy owns tomorrow. You almost got to think maybe that was kind of good for him to see a lot of shots like that. Some you know, some he, goalies have that the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. He, he he get into a groove and he he sees the puck well. Like maybe for him coming out just boom, because his high eyes had to have been big. They had to have been real big at the start of that game. Oh, yeah. He's going to be busy. I Islanders right now, too. That's brutal. It's <laughs> a brutal place to start. I, I just imagine Buffalo goalies just in the weeds every night. 
Are you guys still feeling good about Sorokin tomorrow? That is, if anybody has same day ads, that's one of my like, that's what I would do. That's what I have already yeah. done. Do you still feel Those good about I, Sorokin? I, yeah, I think all three of the of us have tried to do that. Good enough. Sorokin good is enough. a super smart play for tomorrow. Because so you too. don't expect Buffalo to come out and do the same damn thing. No. Yeah, no. No, no. no I don't. But I, I also didn't expect this game to happen. So it's just, you know, it creates a little shake in the environment. But I'm still feeling pretty good about it. I would put a large amount. I would put I would put money. There you go, Raj. There's tomorrow. That's your bet. That's your bet. Get it now while they're an underdog. Maybe, like, somehow the algorithm's thrown off by That's it. the lock of the day. That's <laughs> the lock go. of the day. Sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo's going to lose. All right, Cole Caulfield, uh, second OT winner in a row. That's all I really got to say. Did he get it tonight? He did, yeah. Second yeah, OT winner in a row. fucking Toronto, bro. Damn, fucking there a. you go. Good for him. That's his game. That is his game. Three on three yeah. overtime. Seriously? That yeah. is his game, scoring overtime goals every single time. Hey. Off two Petri dishes. Three. Wonderful. <laughs> all right, uh, Burakoski, somebody that we've all been pretty, pretty confident about, pretty high on all year. Uh, had an incredible time on ice dip. Now he scored one goal in two games. The first game he had 1447. That was the game that Rantanen came back. So it was like, you know, that's second power play, third, second line minutes, whatever. It's a little low, but it makes sense. The last game he had three shots on goal, a goal and 1219 time on ice. How are you guys feeling about Burakoski? I mean, I love Colorado's schedule for the rest of the week, but it's it's like, you know, he's one of the only players available i i feel like dude that's that's nine minutes difference nine minutes yeah from yeah. from when he was top line top power play yeah those evaporated but i mean those you got shifts, san jose again right up you know he's down what seven eight shifts a game mm. jesus that is painful and burkowski that's he's he's another one in the boat of jared mccann like i feel bad for the guy after I mean, we were saying the did, same shit when he was in Washington. all you did, that's what they do you. And they put Jonas Donskoy, or Eunice, or whatever. Jonas. <laughs> Jonas Donskoy. On the top power play. Why? My name is Jonas. Fucking A. Uh, in two games since being back, Jonas Donskoy's got right around 16.30 average time on ice. He's got an assist, five shots on goal. I want to know who you guys like better. Top power play Donskoy, or just tried and true Burakovsky? I, I like I like Burakovsky. I yeah. I, I, I I'm sorry. Great I fruits. like Burakovsky, and I think that he has more longevity, you know, for, more for scoring power, and, do, right. and doing what he needs to do. Um, it just all depends on if Donsko is really gonna keep those shots up. Like that's his thing. When he's on a tear, he's shooting mm-hmm. a ton. He's so streaky. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's in a good role to be streaking in. Like top six and and top power play. So, for what it's worth, ah. if you're feeling froggy, you know f- the five hole guys were Burkowski guys. We're just we're loyal to Burkowski. But Fuck I could yeah. see an argument where Donskoy would be better. So I will digress a little bit there. We've been Burkowski guys since he was getting shit fucking minutes on the Capitals. Yeah, he was getting buried in the third line playing with fucking Dick Panic. Yeah. Any chance I can sneak his name in there? All right, Peyton Krebs got his NHL debut tonight, got an assist. Zach, that's one of our guys. Pretty stoked about that. Love his future. 
something that I think is is very interesting, and I want to bring you guys in on this one, is who to drop this week and when. So if you're in an ESPN league, just skip this bit. But most Yahoo leagues are stopping on Saturday. So there are two games on Sunday. There's Calgary and Ottawa, and then there's Chicago and Dallas. So those, those four teams, especially Calgary, they play on Wednesday and they're done. So if you're in a Yahoo league that doesn't count Sunday, after Wednesday, drop Calgary. That's just an example of what I'm going here. So again, also keeper leagues, ignore this. Like if you're keeping Lindholm or whatever. Didn't we drop Calgary a month ago? Yeah, but there's like there's Kachuk, <laughs> there's Gaudreau. Like after yeah, Wednesday, actually, you aren't gonna drop. Yeah, after Wednesday, green light, Everybody's drop there. them all. Like if you're not Everybody's in a keeper, and if league, you're not if you're not keeping Gaudreau, then boom, he's a drop. Yeah. Oh man, Casey DeSmith is hurt. Oh. With a lower hurt. body injury, I would imagine yeah. it would be an upper body injury. Hurt with excuses. With a, like with a sucking balls. Yeah, Maybe a got lower <laughs> body injury. He got a he got a shit pushed in. We're just shitting Maybe. on the guy right now. Fuck. Yeah, baby. You know, playoffs, baby. Seven. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, three minutes into the game, dry sidle to McDavid to Pugliarvi. Yes, sir. What? What? So Puji, the unicorn? Puji back on that top line. RH still on a fucking island playing with, I can guess, Yamamoto, who. Cheers. Woo. Anyway, uh, to get into this thing, Chicago, they have no games after Thursday. So as of Thursday, if you're not in a keeper league, feel free to turn Patrick Kane into a Friday streamer. Do not feel guilty. Chicago does not play a game. Like if it, this is, again, those, those Yahoo leagues that are not playing on Sunday. Sunday, Chicago does have a game against Dallas. Ottawa, if they are on your bench on Saturday, and that's one thing I really want to stress here, set your lineups now for Saturday if you're in one of these Yahoo leagues. Anybody that's on your bench Saturday, Thursday night, you turn all of your bench from Saturday into Friday streamers if you got the ads. That's how you stack bodies. Ottawa, if they are on your bench on Saturday, their last active game for you is on Wednesday. Same for Nashville, same for Winnipeg. I was just going to ask, who are you holding on to from Nashville? To actually play against Carolina on Saturday. I mean, like Forsberg for sure, Soros. Like goalies, I feel like goalies are kind of exempt from this thing because yeah, know, we're all desperate for starts here. But Tolvanen, I guess he would be a drop for me. Yossi, I'm keeping. Anybody that's like a must start for you. Like it's only that's what Forsberg I mean. to me. So go yeah, through, set your lineup for Saturday. Anybody that's on one of these teams, which is, you know, Ottawa, Nashville, Winnipeg, anybody that's on your bench Saturday. Wednesday night, you can drop them, turn them into Thursday, Friday, guys. Just get those bodies. And we've already said the same thing about Florida. Anybody not named Barkov or Huberdeau, then you're dropping them after today. Yeah, Bennett kind of did us well, a favor after with yesterday. IR plus, man. And again, if if these teams, if anybody from these teams are on your bench on Saturday, anybody, if they're on your bench on Saturday, you should always turn them into to Friday streams. But it's Vancouver, Edmonton, the New York Islanders, Carolina, Pittsburgh. New Jersey, Boston, Buffalo, Montreal, New York Rangers, and Toronto. They all, quote-unquote, end their week on Thursday. If they're not on your active roster on Saturday, just turn them into Friday streams. Definitely set your Saturday lineups right now, but just keep an eye on when their last game is. So that's what this was. It was a little cheat sheet. I want to bring up something um, that Grizz was talking about in the Discord uh, for Yahoo. When you, when you set your lineup, you use that really convenient button that sets your lineup for the entire week 
but yeah. then your opponent knows how many games played you have. Now, today, I took a bit of Grizz's advice, set my lineup for the week, I took a look at my number, and then I went through Tuesday through Saturday and benched everybody so my opponent doesn't know how many games I have. But I know, and I know how many he has because he has his set for the whole week. So I know that, you know, maybe I'm up, maybe I'm down. Maybe he's listening to this show and I don't want to tell him. But what do you think about hiding the amount of games played that you are in Yahoo where, you know, you can see it. You can see your opponent's amount of games. I could care less about that personally. My main problem... Yeah, to me, games played is a category in its own. You want to win that one. Eh, Yeah, obviously you do. My main problem with doing that fantastical little button is it fucks your shit up. Oh, it does fuck your shit up. It fucks up. It fucks your shit up like big time. It's like, (laughs) hey. You want to play Josh Norris over Connor McDavid? You got it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to put in Jordan Stahl instead of Braden Point. Yep. Like, yeah, you, know, you because can't that's press it and run away. And then you go back and you're like, you go on at 7.05 and you're like, what in the world is going on? Why did I not check this three days ago? Yep. Because now you're fucked because Brayden Point scored two goals and an assist kind of shit. Yeah. If there's a if there's a reason to not trust that thing, that's the reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, check your fucking lineups is the bottom line. Yeah. Especially these days, like you need to check them at 6.59. Just in and case of COVID seconds. and shit. Oh, Devin Dubnik was added to the COVID list today, so. Oh, great. Yeah, that just reminded me. Awesome. All right, let's get into these streams for the midweek. We're going to talk about Tuesday, first off, Wednesday, and Thursday. Surprise, surprise. So Tuesday, the matchups that I like in particular, Boston at New Jersey. New Jersey is dead last in goals against per game and penalty kill over the last they 30 days. They lit them up today, too. Oh, they did. New Jersey is now 4-1-2 and two against Boston this year. So I, that is something that I think you wouldn't have guessed, is that they're doing so well against Boston. But the thing is, New Jersey has not seen Boston in the last 30 days. So right now, they're two very different teams. And, and New Jersey hasn't seen the Taylor Hall version of Boston either. So last 30 days, again, New Jersey is dead last in goals allowed and penalty kill. Boston looks like a pretty plush matchup. I did not expect, like, I wrote this whole blurb based on the fact that, like, Pittsburgh was the team to go after against Philadelphia. But Philly is now 5-2-0 against Pittsburgh this year. They're always high-scoring games, as you saw tonight. What was it, 7-2? There are right around seven average total goals per game, 6.67. That's one of those matchups where it doesn't matter if one team is the best team and one team is the worst team in the entire league. Flyers and Pittsburgh, they, play an even dude, they always get up for this one. It's it crazy. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Uh, but, you know, just to lay it down, Flyers are sixth worst in goals allowed per game, fifth worst PK over the last 30 days. Pittsburgh has the second best goals for and the sixth best power play. Did not go that way because it's hockey. Hockey is very variant, but <laughs> that's what I had there. All right. Uh, Edmonton and Vancouver, I think, is a pretty good one. Uh, Edmonton's 3-2-0 versus Vancouver. They're up one zip already. They score 3.2 goals for per game and give up two and a half. Carolina and Chicago, I think, is a really good one. Those are typically high-scoring games. New York at Buffalo. Until tonight, New York was undefeated against Buffalo. So again, like this is not evergreen. Thank you, Sam Reinhardt. Under here, I put Sorokin's probably a solid play. Like I think we all still believe that. Yeah, I think it, even though it's the end of the season, you do still have to like keep in mind like fucking. It's not like Buffalo is now Tampa Bay or something. Like <laughs> you know, these teams are uh, 
they might pull off a game like this, but I don't think like Philadelphia is all of a sudden amazing or Boston Buffalo's all of a sudden amazing. Like they look good wow. tonight, Philly. They, they sure did. Yeah. But tomorrow's gonna be a different story, I guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> they looked like who we thought they were gonna be. It looks like who we hoped they would be. But that's all five games for Tuesday. I want to know who you guys are cherry picking out of these this five game slate here. Uh man, it's kind of already covered most of the guys. Um, one guy who we haven't covered who I would take a swing at um, for the Tuesday Thursday combo would be Beauvillier. Dude, yeah, he's uh, on a tear. He's on a tear, and the Islanders have a, a good schedule. They got the couple of off nights. In theory, good schedule. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Assuming Buffalo is. Well, he, uh, he did tally tonight. Yeah, I would pick him just as a guy to say who's not our usual because my other guys we've said every week for the past. Yeah, months. that's that's who I had here. Is I had Connor Murphy. Just want to bring him up again. Kapanen, McCann, Krejci, Smith, like the usual cast of characters that we always talk about. But dude, Bovillier up to what nine points in his last eight. Uh, 22 shots on goal, five goals, four assists, and two of those goals came from power play one. So, yeah, Buffalo Tuesday. Who's he got? The New Jersey Devils you know, on along, Thursday. Along those same lines, and I liked those two games for the Islanders as well with, you know, two plush matchups, which we're always looking for. I actually like Josh Bailey on that one too. Oh, yeah? Playing on the same line as Bavillier. How's he been doing? Uh, he's been getting assists out the yin-yang. For real? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry to say. Uh, the other day, he, you know, <laughs> Fuck he, the is, man. he had three. He had three assists the other day. God damn. I'll take it. Josh Bailey, yeah, seven points in his last six games. So you're not wrong. And three of those assists in the same night. Hey, Power that might assist. be one of the nicest things you've said to me in a long time. <laughs> Reset the timer. I, I mean, I still like Kapanen moving into the top six. I like Rickan, obviously, at a lesser, like, more muted value. And David Krejci, for the love of God, 48% in Yahoo, 49% in ESPN. He's got 16 points in his last 17 games. He's got nine in his last seven. He is getting so many points. So many. Great at face-off He's awesome. He's He's been enjoying Taylor Hall so much. And then you got Craig Smith. He's got five points in seven. Still under 50%. Almost 26, like... 20 almost 27 ish in ESPN dude, dude hop the, on these guys line two is I better than Boston line one so right much but I love Krejci and Craig Smith they're good for points like but if I you're in a points them. league fucking get them yeah well, I mean you sort by the last you know 14 days last couple of weeks on Boston and all of the leaders Taylor Hall Krejci Smith and then it's it goes line. down to Marshan and pass yeah it's the whole line yeah, yeah I mean you look at the even the last month like that's that's the thing is, is like Krejci has not fucking slowed down. He is consistently the most underrated seventy point second line center in in the fucking league. And I get it. He's center only. Years. He doesn't do shit outside like score points, but he scores so many fucking points. Sixteen yeah. points in his last seventeen games. Thirty four shots. Taking a ton of faceoffs. It's just so many faceoffs, man. Fuck. You know shit. What is now? Fairly crazy. If you look at the, if you sort by the last two weeks on Yahoo, and then look at the time on ice right now, nobody yeah. is playing. Nobody is playing. It looks pretty even, yeah. Dude, Krejci, sixteen minutes pasta, fourteen minutes. No, sixteen minutes for pasta. Like that's nuts. They're really spreading it out there, and with even playing time, line two is fucking killing it. Just so you know, TJ, your boy. Who got it? Kevin Mother. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, dude. I love points. While we're talking about the Tuesday, I guess it's a Tuesday, Thursday. I've kind of been on Jeremy Lazan all all season for peripherals, and he's been hitting. He's been leading the team in hits and blocks, and just maybe if you need to start the week with some peripherals, I would I would give him a chance. Yeah, I saw you. Uh, uh, you picked him up today. I did. Yeah, I was hoping. Which what did he get today? Two shots, two hits, two blocks. That's kind of what I was hoping to get. Pretty just good. As a, a plug to start the week, and then tomorrow same thing, and then and then I'll move on from him. Cheers to you, Jeremy Lasan. I'll go for Connor Murphy again, man. Just just to talk about him, he got a hit, one hit, one block today. It's not exactly what I was expecting, but you know he's still going to be playing Carolina. They're fifth in the league in shots on goal. Murphy leads Chicago in blocks. To me, that's a marriage. Adding in 17 pims, 12 shots on goal, now 11 hits, 15 blocks, and a power play goal in his last seven games. So. 13% Yahoo, 51% in ESPN. You definitely see that disparity. We're going midweek here, right? Yes, sir. I think this, I mean, I know we talked about him earlier, but this actually is the time to pick up the Bur- the Burakovsky or the Donskoy with them playing San Jose, Los Angeles, Los Angeles in a three-day or a three-game, four-day span. If you take any of these guys that we're talking about on Tuesday, turn them into like a Burakovsky and you get three games in four nights and then you get that fifth game. On Saturday, if you can slot him in too. How much has Cole Caulfield's percentage gone up? I'm gonna have to look at that. He is twelve percent. So that's up twelve percent since yesterday. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they do have a Montreal actually does have a pretty nice schedule for the week. Like it's all clustered in there. You have four you have your four games in six days, which isn't horrible. Three of them are against Toronto, which obviously they they pushed them to the limit already tonight. And then you also have an Ottawa back-to-back right in the middle there on a Wednesday, Thursday. Montreal might be somewhere to look as well. For goalies, like with Carey Price coming back, Allen is going to get one of these games. Or it could be Caden Primo if, if Carey Price is no good. Like you figure whoever the backup is is probably going to get that Ottawa game. How do you feel about that? The whole thing that? is, Ottawa scores fucking goals man yeah yeah they have been yeah yeah and and the weird thing about it too is but i will say i want to see caden primo ottawa is five three and one against montreal outscoring them too. 2.9 goals for to 2.6 goals against so they're close games but like montreal does not play well against them and they just tied the jets for what fourth place in the north tonight or was it third place i forget Montreal's pushing again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and Winnipeg sucks, kind of. Yeah, it's it's, those two things are happening at the same time. But anyway, like I want to know how you guys feel about either Allen or or Primo, whoever it might be. But you know, these games against Ottawa, they used to be like fucking gimmies, but now it's like you got to think about it. What do you think? I would go for it. I'm not picking. I'm not picking up Primo as much as I want to see it. Now say it's Allen. Yeah, yes. I would go. I would go for Allen for sure. Yes, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't be totally afraid of Primo if you needed it, but I wouldn't reach for it. I just means. maybe like if yeah, you play out the rest of your week, you see you're not going to hit your minimums, but like, you know, getting desperate for starts on a Wednesday that's that's a weird thing. So like if you don't need it, that's true. I'm, yeah. I'm staying away from Primo. I might chance Allen, but I don't know, man. He he just hasn't been the same Allen that I'm like that I'm used to. Like over the last 14 days, he's got an 891. He's 3 3, 
over three goals allowed. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of nervous there, but, and I mean, you have Nick Suzuki, who's just been on, on a different level right now. And, and I, I don't even really know what or why, but all I know is that it's happening. 10 points in his last nine games, a little bit of hits, nothing, nothing too much, but shots are good. Points are good. 52% rostered could be somebody that you could take a look at for this back-to-back here. That's where I'm at for Tuesday. I mean, you could also look at guys like uh, Nikita Zadorov on defense. I didn't really find any any points guys on on Tuesday. Like, there's nobody. There's no D I think available for offense for your points leagues and things like that. Like, the guys I could come up with were Will Butcher. Unfortunately, who's just frustratingly productive, six assists in his last eight games, two of which on the power play, and then fucking Nick Letty. You know, four points in his last seven. Uh, okay peripherals, I guess. That's kind of like Letty's thing is he goes hot, but hot for him is like just above half point per game. I don't know. There, there's nothing really there. Hockenpah, Sudorov for bangs. In the, in the crease, Jeremy Swayman is going to be playing tomorrow against the New Jersey Devils. It's it's like half confirmed. It's pretty likely. Yeah. How do you feel for those of us with well, same day ads? Well, that's all hockey these days is half confirmed. Fucking A. I 100% would go with him. Swayman or Sorokin? Sorokin. I would say both if you can, but nobody wants to waste two ads on maybe the most variant position in in hockey. But if you had to pick one. Other than me, but I'm not in the finals. So, I mean, take it with a (laughs) grain of salt, you know. Um, I would pick Sorokin. For some reason, I've, I've actually been looking at this matchup for over a week specifically for Sorokin. Like, because everybody tries to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. This is what I'll want to do, like, if that time comes. And this is a matchup that I had circled for Sorokin that I was actually, you know, high on for a while now. And I'm sure you've done the same thing, TJ, because, well, I fucking know you. Well, yeah, I picked up Sorokin. So you had it circled, and except, I already got him. Except, yeah, <laughs> like, TJ did this six months ago. It's like, this is the guy I'm going to pick up this day. <laughs> <laughs> Just got my fantasy agenda opening it. Okay. What about you, Rod? Swayman or Sorokin? I'd honestly be fine with either. I did pick up Swayman. I mean, given their schedule and that they're both fairly sure to play and that it's basically a one-game pump and dump, then I, I, I'm 100% fine with either, but I did pick up Swayman on a, on a team. Was Sorokin available? So would you say you picked Swayman over Sorokin? I would say I saw Swayman was there, and he was who I had in mind, so I didn't even look for Sorokin. How short-sighted. <laughs> hey. Reimer is more than likely to get the second half of a Chicago tilt. How do you guys feel about Reimer? Not as solid as the last two guys we just mentioned, actually, even though Carolina's great. Would agree. Um, I think there's a more of a chance of Carolina taking their foot off the gas a little bit, and Reimer's just fucking old. <laughs> you know, like guys like Swayman and I just don't trust him. I just don't trust Reimer is the thing. Swayman like, and Sorokin can be good, but really you're just straight banking on Carolina to be better. Yeah. That's but Sw- like Swayman and Sorokin are trying to they're trying to show that they're the real deal, you know. Both mm-hmm. guys are moving into potentially number one spots over the next couple of years, whereas Reimer, by the time those guys are number you know one, Reimer's he retired. Yeah, he's just he's, enjoying he's... the back nine. Yeah, I feel you. All right, I got one more that's pretty contentious. 
Brian Elliott is going to get the start tomorrow against Pittsburgh. If you're Come desperate, on. if you're in a deeper league <laughs> where Swayman, Sorokin, even Reimer are not available, would you take a chance on Elliott? I want to know how confident you guys are he can get the win. And they put it on a 100% scale. 60-40, 40-60, 50-50, 30 70 4%. 4%. So 96 to 4%. I will take the over on that. On 4%? Yes. Yeah, me too. I will I take do not the over see. on four percent. Do not because see it. I think if they lose, it's not going to be his fault. Number one. Um, number two, even though he hasn't been fantastic lately by any means, um, he hasn't been bad, you know, throughout the year. It's just the past couple of games, and their defense hasn't really been helping him. So I actually kind of like Brian Elliott because we talked about how. They always get up to play. One thing that I am, you know, worried about the most with that matchup is the fact that Philly did win the way they won tonight. So that kind of tells me that there is going to be, you know, the good old-fashioned regression back to the mean. And a chip on on the shoulder in Pittsburgh. So I fully expect, you know, Pittsburgh to come out fucking guns blazing tomorrow. Agreed. I think that Brian Elliott is going to see 35 shots you know minimum i'm telling you brian elliott gonna see 35 shots at least tomorrow this one is for those of you that are stacking quantity and not quality because i'm with you guys i'm not four percent but i'm i'm definitely like i don't know i want to say like 60 40 probably even 75 25 that i think elliott will not see a good game tomorrow by way of save percentage or wins probably get a lot of saves but other than that, I'm not uh, not touching it. He's no Bernier, but that's what it is. Wednesday, the games that I particularly like here, Colorado-San Jose. That one speaks for itself. Colorado's 5-1-0 against San Jose. They score a ton of goals, and they give up a little bit of them. With Dubnik out, I assume Grubauer is going to get the start tonight. That's a Miska game tomorrow, or JoJo. Probably JoJo, actually, now that I think about it. Would you go for JoJo tomorrow? You know, I've actually pick, I picked up Hunter Miska this year. It was fun. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> one for one. Really one for one. Yeah, I, yeah. hey, I'll take one for one. 100% success rate is the best success rate, too. Just ask my wife. Hey, wait a minute. You got no kids. Are you trying to tell me something? I wasn't talking about that. Oh, well, I'm two for two. Got two kids. All right, let's, let's yeah. rank them. Would you go JoJo? What, kids? No. I mean, I, I know guess I like Desi better. We know Desi, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You said you wanted to rank them. So. I want to rank these goalies. JoJo, Sorokin, Swayman, and Reimer. I assume Sorokin and Swayman are still Sorokin. head and shoulders above. But I want to know between JoJo and Reimer, which would you go for? Reimer. 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 Unanimous. Let's let's uh, give her. I think you're going to get a solid win out Great of JoJo. Friends. Done. Deal open and close. Jojo, I mean, he's got a 919 in his last four starts. Yeah, I changed my answer. I'm going Jojo. Feeling froggy. You already said it. Nope. No, you cut already it out. said it. I'm going to cut it out. No. Let's no, talk no, about. No. Rod, you have to edit tonight just because of that. <laughs> he's going to, I know what he's going to do. He's going to like ask questions. He's just going to, you know, snippet our answers in and just. Make it make us say dirty things and whatnot. Maybe I should. I'll touch your butt. <laughs> nice cock. 
<laughs> Let's talk about Wednesday night streamers. I'm going to start with you guys because I have the best one and I'm going to save it for last. Like my streamer is better than your streamers. Whichever you guys have wrote, written down, mine's better. So I want to hear yours first so I can I can be the big crescendo at the end. Go. Who do you like? You want to be the big crescendo. Huh? I, I will be the crescendo. I know who it is. So does that make me the diminuendo? I don't know what that word is, but it sounds right. <laughs> so I will say yes. Isn't that the opposite of crescendo? That's your gumball word for the day, boys and girls. I really like, I, I, I'm I pretty sure I'm right. Send it. Tweet at us. Okay. Uh, my my answer is Jordan Carew. My answer That's is Jordan Carew. Dimin- diminuendo. For sure. Diminuendo? Diminuendo, What's wrong sure. with Jordan Carew on Wednesday? He's, he's the build-up to my streamer. Oh, come on. Jordan Carew is a good fucking answer here. Yeah, he's he good. Is. Mine's better. He's all right. He's all right. Well, he's playing Anaheim on top of the fact, oh, shit, I got to go get my uh, my charger. <laughs> Again? Uh, <laughs> dude, I meant, to, I meant to charge my computer, but I was on it all day. Um, okay, so last three games alone, two goals, three assists. Um, you know, doing it Jordan Carew style on, you know, not a ton of shots. He has two games with three shots each and a game with zero. But that's, you know, Jordan Carew for you. Another assist tonight. Um, and all under 15 minutes. Damn, Caprizov tied this but, game up, boy. 5-5, yes. Vegas, Minnesota. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Money. I need the money. Fiala on the assist. fantastic. Beautiful. You're fantastic. Beautiful. Fuck yeah, baby. So, still, my answer is Jordan Carew. Give me a second, because I'm going to go get my... I'm going to go get my... All right, Raj, you talk about your boring streamer, and then by the time Zach gets back, I'll be able to tell you who the right answer is. So, we're crescending right now? Yeah, we're going to crescendo together. Maybe Raj has the same guy. That never happens. Never happens. Only in movies. It's a myth. It's a myth. Break out the cookie um, now. <laughs> That's gnarly. I've got two guys who are not my pick, usual two pick guys. One, I'll say we're gonna go I will one pick, around. I will pick one, and I'm gonna go head to head with Zach here with Jaden Schwartz. I win. I win. Um, the reason I went with Schwartz because I did look at Carew because he has been hot. The reason I went with Schwartz is because he also gets peripherals, so he's at a hit and a block a game as well as as well as getting points. If you would have asked me blind what his holy shit, Minnesota just took the lead. Holy yes. fuck, Jonas Brodeen, what a fucking stud he's been this year. He's just been as so a side good. note, holy fuck, he's been scoring the last few games. Oh yeah, that's not that's crazy. But anyway, going back to Schwartz, like if you would have asked me blind what his ownership was, 29% would have not been, not even close to where I started. I would have been like Yeah, he 65. was up in the 70s early in the year. That was yeah. my first thought when you brought him up. I was like, no way. Like you're cheating. He's he's way too owned. Yeah, and that's why I originally, I actually have it on my page right here, Carew, and then I erased it and put Schwartz but um yeah that's the only reason I mean St. Louis has a good schedule they got Anaheim and um he's back and and uh and I like it I like it and he's he's not owned very much right now so that's who do you got who's your crescendo who's your ultimate super streamer Zach's back all right I'll wait I'll wait for his headphones there so we talked about Jaden Schwartz Zach yes you missed a lot of things during this game fucking a yeah (laughs) what twice 
Who swore? It was, uh... All I did was go downstairs and get my charger. Yeah. Jonas Brodeen with Marcus Foligno on the assist. Marcus Foligno. This game is nuts. Absolutely nuts. I can't believe I missed the last goal. Wow. There's only 20 seconds left. Uh, okay, so Raj talked about Jaden Schwartz. I want to talk about a player who has 11 points in nine games against Montreal, who had another assist tonight, or was it a goal? Oh, just an assist. 11 points in nine games played against Montreal, 21 hits in those same games, six blocks, 16 shots on goal. And it's Drake Batherson. Drake Batherson is the correct answer tonight for Wednesday. Fair, right wing, fair. 28% in Yahoo, 56% in ESPN. Player. So what good against Montreal. So good against Montreal. Uh, and, and I mean, just to back that up, his his last stats, just in general, he's he's been on a, a little bit of a hot streak here. 11 points in his last 14 games, spanning the last month. And if you break it down to the last 14 days, he's got four points in six. Another point tonight brings him up to five points in seven. 11 shots, 12 hits before tonight. To me, Drake Batherson is the answer. Line one, power play one, going up against Montreal, who's been like up and down, up and down, just an absolute... Sinus graph, sign chart, whatever. Yeah, Drake Batherson's my guy. What? Fair, yeah, that's a good call. That's, that's a what good they call, call it—a sinus wave. So it's it's you call it a sine wave, but sinus rhythms—they're they're up and down. Montreal, man, they're they're fucking sine graph for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Shitty. In the same breath, I, I would go Josh Norris. Like I get it, center only. Yeah. That's that's kind of hard to to hard to do. Two goals in his last three. Three goals, two assists in his last six for five points. 13 points in his last 14, 17 hits, 11 blocks to go with 18 shots on goal. This kid's 21% owned. I get it if you're in a center only kind of bind there, but Wednesday has what, nine games? You know, it's, it's justifiable if you have centers locked up, but take a look at Norris if you don't. And the Ottawa guys could be a drop after that, basically, because then yeah. they've got the Sunday, which probably doesn't count for you, and then Saturday, which you're not going to be short on, especially a center, almost certainly. So One last hurrah for Drake Batherson. I'm all about it. Ottawa, dude, Ottawa looks fucking great for next year. Like Just as a team to watch, I'm... They're getting, they're getting good quick. I, I like them. I like watching that line. I like uh, some of their quiet. bangs they've got. What about Ellie Tolvanen here? Like Columbus has the fourth best penalty kill. That's where Tolvanen does most of his work. He he got another point tonight. And Columbus also gives up the fourth most goals allowed. So they're the, the fourth best on the PK, but they concede the fourth most amount of goals. So just a ton. It's a beautiful card. Beautiful card. You like that? Yeah, it's already in its case where it should be. Came, came in the mail today? Beautiful. So he's got, I didn't see it. What? It's a Tolvanen rookie card with a little bit of the uh, the jersey in there. A little cut of one of cool. his rookie jerseys in there. I had to order one. Got drunk oh, and ordered a shit. That's super sweet, actually. That is pretty sweet. I like that guy. So Tolvanen's got two points in five games against Columbus this year. What do you think? He's 15%, 16% in ESPN, so 15 in Yahoo. What do you think? He's worth a swing, I think, at deeper leagues, but I want to know what you guys are it's thinking. It's not a hard sell for me to talk me into Tolvanen. Yeah, you've been holding him this whole time. Yeah, I love the guy. Stingy. Again, though, only one more game, so it probably a drop. One more game on Saturday against Carolina, so right. just a plug but and man, play. He's, uh, he's my favorite young player right now. I love that kid. You have him on like every dynasty team you have. I know it's because when we were drafting the for for honestly for the first three dynasties, he was like the one prospect I knew. <laughs> so I just drafted him early because I heard he was good, <laughs> and uh, hey, worked out. 
So I think it's worth a just go check on Mike Hoffman, 65% in Yahoo. Tomas Hurdle, who's been on a bit of a run, 66% in ESPN. On D, what are you guys doing on D on Wednesday? Oh, my boy. My boy, Alexiak. Yeah? I, what did he get today? Nine? When I checked in the second period, he had seven hits already today. He's still getting the bangs. It's only a almost certainly a bang stream only. Um, seven hits and an assist today. There you go. And a block. So that's all right. That's what I got him for. He bangs. I had a, yeah, you go ahead. I'll, I'll, I have one more other D, but I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I like, I like Alexiak. Zach, what about you, man? You know, I liked Alexiak, too. I actually picked him the other day. But I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Graves on this one, just because I like the matchup. I see there being a lot of hits, and I think he could, you know, do well there. It's against San Jose. The only thing is, you have to wonder if San Jose is gonna possess the puck enough for Graves to make that much of an impact. I think he that's bangs, my no one big what. worry. Yeah, he he was out for a game, but he's back tonight. Bring it on. And actually, after watching this game tonight. Anybody from Vegas or Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, all of Seriously. them. Seriously, fucking all of them. The man. hits are probably going to be big time. Carson Susie, <laughs> you love this guy. Jonas Brodeen is the answer on a fucking heater. What the hell is this guy up to? Yeah, like I just, I just want to look at him. He's got what five points in his last eight now. Bunch of shots, bunch of blocks, killer time on ice. He's just been on a fucking different plane. What do you have tonight? Two shots, two hits, two blocks, a goal, and an assist with 23 and a half minutes. Time on ice. Beautiful stat line. Beautiful. Two multi-point games. And everybody row. keeps on hating on Marcus Foligno, except for me. But he's I don't still hate put, on Marcus Foligno. No, he he's is. He's still pushing out. He's still pushing out points, and he is the shit on hits. Oh, yeah. So let's just check where he has, where he ranks in hits. One, two, three, And if four, Nick Foligno didn't six, get hurt seven. tonight then he would be a great pickup for that day. Or, well, actually, they play, what, Thursday? He's top top 25 in hits over the last 30 days. Mark Salino's a man. Fucking A. Now, that's actually a good thing to, to bring up. With Nick Felino going out, do you expect Alex Yelchenyuk to move up into that left-wing top spot? <laughs> well, they put, him, they put Thornton Michio in right there. To play. Well, you think Thornton's going to slop in there? Well, that's what that's what how they did it mid game. So I just imagine that's probably first on their mind, you know. I would prefer them to put Galchenyuk there and then Mishiev into the second spot. Yeah, for very selfish it reasons. It makes more but... sense to me. Mishiev <laughs> already has, you know, a playing there, time sure. with Tavares in yeah. the first place. It makes sense. I my money's on Thornton, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if it's even like if Felino's out for any extended period of time. But tonight it was Thornton. My D pick is Ryan Ellis, and it's a little bit of cheating because he's 48% owned in Yahoo. It's hard to find D-men in ESPN where he's 75% owned. Like, there's five active D versus three in Yahoo standard leagues. Um, But Ellis has got two goals in his last three, eight shots on goal, three hits, six blocks. He's getting power play, too. You know, same as I said with Tolvanen. Columbus has the fourth best PK, but they give up the fourth most goals. I think Dmitry Orlov and Matias Ekholm are worth a mention here. Orlov's got a goal, two assists in his last five, three goals, seven assists. This is not including what he has tonight. That's 10 points in his last 14 games. Huge periphery, too. 
Ekholm's got five points in his last six, 17 shots on goal. And get this, Cam fucking Fowler is also heating up. Five points in his last six. Ten shots on goal. Going up against St. Louis. Every now and then. Every now and then. And, and this might be one of those now. So, like, you know, deep league guys that are looking for somebody that scores a bunch of points. Cam Fowler at 4% in Yahoo, 5% in ESPN. Could appeal to somebody out there. I hope so. In goalie, Wednesday into Thursday, we talked about Montreal. We talked a lot about our feelings about whether it's Allen, whether it's Primo. They see Ottawa on Wednesday, and then Thursday they see Toronto. So I'm not a big fan of that Toronto matchup, but Ottawa seems seems worth a gamble. The New York Rangers have Washington and Boston. Are you playing Georgiev against either of those teams? Ooh, man. No. Yeah, that's brutal. Ouch. That's, uh, and those that's are your only back-to-backs to choose from. That's right, yeah. You don't have any more back-to-that back-to-backs until friday saturday mm-hmm. so and rather than scramble on saturday on, right you know friday. you're not gonna play george Ev on a fucking saturday or you know a player like that either yeah saturday except you'll probably I'll have take, goalies except playing. i'll take any of the columbus goalies gross dude columbus is literally the worst team in the league they're playing detroit don't care i'll take either columbus, columbus is george worse than detroit have you seen the standings like we just assume that detroit's the worst I will bet you that Columbus goes 2-0 and against Detroit on Friday and Saturday. I'll take the bet. I'll take the bet. For theatrics, I'm all in. Let's do it. For theatrics. What do you want to bet? Um, well, actually, Buffalo is the worst team. Well, I'm going to be coming up in June. I'm going to be coming up in June. So whatever it is that we bet can actually be played out in real life. Drinks for a night. Sounds good to me. We're going. All right. I'm just going to get a bag of wine. And we're going to play slap the bag all night long. No, maybe just, you know, we can get, we'll get different. We'll get different. We'll go full sco in Phoenixville. All right. <laughs> I'm in. Fire up the trash cans, boys. Oh, my God. Look at this. Columbus, 27th in the league. Detroit, 25th. LA behind them. Vancouver, New Jersey, Anaheim, and Buffalo. Just bad teams. Sorry, Raj. So Thursday, the plush mashups that I like here is Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Pittsburgh is 5-1-0 versus Buffalo. Edmonton and Vancouver again. Carolina, Chicago. Boston and New York Rangers. Uh, Toronto and Montreal. New York Islanders versus New Jersey. New Jersey's 1-4-1 versus the New York Islanders. And they've been, they've been really low-scoring affairs, whereas I'm looking at Carolina. 3.6 goals for for Carolina, 3.4 goals against. They are high-scoring games against Chicago. But there's just nobody to pick from in Carolina. Like, maybe Jordan Stahl's available, but it's just, it's so it's so hard. So going into Thursday, we've already talked about a lot of guys. So there's going to be a bunch of overlap between our Tuesday guys and our Thursday guys. So what I've done is I picked three fresh players. I had Foligno on here, but he's hurt. I had Beauvillier on here, but he's already been talked about. And on Tuesday, I talked about Murphy, Kapanen, and McCann, Krejci, and Smith. So I got one guy left. So I want to hear who you guys have for Thursday spot streams. I like Alex Galchenyuk here. Yeah? He's slotted into that second line. He's not going down. You know, if anything, he's going to go up in the lineup. His his prospects can only get better. Um, he's still scoring points. He's, you know, going to help you out on... No hits and blocks every now and then, but dude, I, I like I like Alex Galchenyuk to get to get some points coming up here, and I think that that's a really good game to do it because I I foresee it to be a, a high scoring game. He's a player that you know isn't playing the prior 
a couple of days. So you're picking them up. You're picking them up super fresh. I like Galchenia, and he's available. Yeah, he's a seven percent. Yeah, in well Yahoo. Under. Who's your guy, Raj? There you go. Uh, well, as you said, like most of the people who are playing on Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday is a pretty common combo. So everybody I mentioned on on Tuesday, I would be holding for the the Thursday game as well. But um, we didn't mention, and even though it's uh, it's obligatory, is I would I would throw Pearson in there, man. He's um, scoring goals. He's getting goals. He's taking shots. Um, two off nights. So I, I, I would. He, he's he's this category guy. He gets you a little bit of everything usually. Um, even he kind of doesn't really matter what the rest of Vancouver's doing ever. When they're doing great, he's the same. <laughs> when they're doing bad, he's the same. So he's good if you need left wing only. But it is two off nights. So I, I'd go with him. Yeah, I mean Edmonton's not exactly known for their defense so they could be high scoring exactly. affairs my guy and this one might surprise you guys casey middlestat just because i have crescendo. him <laughs> crescendo sure this is dissonance this is what this is center left wing right wing so he's try eligible maybe by thursday we're looking for hail marys you know he's he's playing boston sure is that right he's playing boston i'm pretty sure no he's playing pittsburgh okay so he's playing pittsburgh pittsburgh so you might be saying like, oh, but he's playing Pittsburgh, you know, like there's no way he's going to get points. He's got six points in his last five. This includes games against Boston and the New York Rangers. Boston, he's got three points in two games, three points in three games against the Rangers. Again, they, maybe they're not known for their defense or whatever, but still putting points up against Boston's no easy feat. So I, I imagine that he could probably do it against Pittsburgh too. You know, I don't feel too optimistic about Casey on Tuesday versus the New York Islanders. So a repeat of tomorrow where Casey Smith tonight, Casey Middlesmat. Oh my God, Casey Smith. Casey Today he had 17 minutes time on ice with two shots, so nothing really going there. But you know, even if you don't like the matchup, Middlestat's been doing it against some tough teams, and not to mention, like he's he's got a goal and an assist in his last two games against Pittsburgh. So this has happened before. Also, look at Nick Ritchie. He got, he got a goal tonight. He's got 15 hits in his last... He had a um, nice-looking one-timer tonight. Yeah, look at him go. So he's still... You know, he's got shit minutes, but he's power play one. Uh, 15 hits, not including what he did tonight. Four points, now five in his last eight. And 15 shots on goal. Again, not counting what he did tonight. Two shots, a goal, and two hits. So, good on you, man. Like, doing shit. Making hay. Making lemonade. Just go check on Ristolainen. Who yeah. is fifty nine percent? That's my D pick here. Travis Hamanick is my other guy who's putting up huge peripherals. Nineteen shots on goal, nineteen blocks, thirteen hits, twenty two pims over the last two weeks, which equates to seven games played. Raj, I want to know who you like on D for Thursday. I do like the Hamanick. I really like that. I did just want to say though, um, Reinhardt is still only sixty percent, killing it. And d- dude, like ch- check check for him as well. There's just such a distaste for Buffalo that it just like it turns all these people away. But him, Risto is is tearing it up. He he leads the league in hits over the last thirty days. Unstoppable. Scored a goal tonight. I'm pretty sure. Is that right? Well, and a- as you um, were alluding to as well, it don't even look at who they're playing no, because assists, they've been. Sorry. 
this whole run they've been on, they've played Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, 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 Islanders, Islanders. So it's they're actually playing really well. So I wouldn't be so frightened of, of Buffalo for spots. You, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we were like, pick up your fucking Boston players because they're playing Buffalo a bunch of times. And then Buffalo goes and does this shit. Yeah. Just playing the ultimate spoiler. Yeah. What is going on? Great. It's great stuff. But yeah, and you mentioned Hamannick. He's been, again, trying to earn a spot on the team for next year. So he's been he's been taking shots. He's been blocking everything. I, I like him. Uh, mostly in a peripheral sense, obviously. So Carolina-Chicago. These are high-scoring games. And probably we would agree that Carolina is probably going to score more of the goals in these high-scoring games. The problem is that there's nobody to pick up. I mean, Nino Niederreiter, 62%. Martin Nietzsche, 63%. Jordan Stahl, 64%. Three guys worth checking in on. I know Nietzsche's tallied tonight. Niederreiter's got line two, power play two, same as Nietzsche, so he does just around the same probability of getting in on some goals. Niederreiter's got five points in his last eight games. Is there anybody that's, like, realistically available? Jacob Slavin, you know, maybe he's he's blocking a lot. He's adding some shots. Brett Pesci, the same deal. Andy's actually scoring, but it's it's scoring that I don't trust. But what do you think? Is there anybody in Carolina worth picking up for offense? For offense, no. I mean, I'm not interested in a Yanni Hockenpah for offense. I didn't know Zach was here. His camera's Jake, off. Jake I thought Dean. he was doing something. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Camera's off. Where'd you go? I'm incognito. I'm in, in incognito mode. I just imagine you like... You remember the South Park episode where they're talking about um, where do they go? But the guy's just like rubbing his nipples the whole time. Oh, <laughs> remember that episode where they? Really, it was it was the oh, cable when company. Put cameras in the bathroom. The cable company. Yeah, it was just like, oh, there's nobody else in the area. Oh my god. There. <laughs> side note, sure. might have to edit this out. <laughs> there, there was a dude on a Zoom call for some the seat, some big like board of directors meeting for some massive corporation a couple weeks back, and they went on lunch break and he didn't turn his camera off and he yanked one on camera to his whole board of directors. Nice. Didn't didn't realize his camera was off. He switched over to. Uh, a different window. I didn't realize the zoom camera was still on. Oh, he, Christ. He wow. completed. Did he get a he raise? Completed the trans completed the transaction and Well, uh, he definitely did get a raise. <laughs> yeah. That counts as a so six minutes hockey. vacation. Um if there, Tyson if there Burry, in all honesty though, if there's anyone from Carolina that I'm picking up on defense for offense, it's gonna be Brady Shea. Yeah. I think that's the answer. He looked pretty solid, um, man. Killing it on shots. Putting the shots out there and you know Good for good for at least a block and a hit a game. So I mean, you're getting a little bit of perips and the possible action of of offense. And they are a high flying offense. And if he's taking shots, I like it, especially with the the way that they tip and get in front of the uh, get in front of the net. Yeah, man, had an assist tonight since returning from injury. He's got two points now in three games, six shots. I am throwing. Um... As of right now, Puliyarvi back into the mix. He's got two points. He's playing with Drysidle and McDavid on line one. To, All and, right, uh, love you. <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? Bye. Zach's got to do some nipple work. <laughs> I wish, and I just don't want to talk about. It. Yes, he pulled Yarvi. Hmm. He's got to go pull his Yarvi, if you will. He's just the camera off. He's just catfishing. 
That's what that's what Puliarvi's doing. That was a stretch. I tried. Let's talk about <laughs> for all three of these days: Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If you only had one pickup, who would it be? I wish Drake Batherson played more games because he would be my pick, but he can't be. For a Tuesday, Thursday? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the, the teams that play two games are Boston, Pittsburgh, Edmonton, yeah. New York, Islanders, and Carolina. There's only four teams that play twice. Other than line two in Boston, I'm going to go with Beauvillier. Well, there are a lot of Tuesday, Thursday games. But I'm sorry, Raj, I do have to take the second line on Boston and mainly my boy David Krejci. Yeah. Yeah, I got Krejci on here. Beauvillier as well. I had Jared McCann on here, but I just can't justify it with an even strength and a power play demotion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stray away from that. But I think David Krejci, you know, granted he's around fifty percent owned in both Yahoo and ESPN, if he's available, especially for points, he's the guy. I don't know. That's that's probably it. I mean, I like I picked up Sharon Govich just because that's like what's left on our waiver wire. Obvious. Picked up, picked up Sharon Govich. I picked up McCann. Uh, who the fuck else did I pick up? I think, but that, that's like what our waiver wire looks like. I got um, Yanni Kuokinen. Yeah, like you know, our our waiver wire is not pretty. I, thin. I actually added thin Casey Middlestat. So like, I am practicing what I preach. So I'm out there. I'm I'm trying the same as you guys. So. I'll let you know because I'll be living it firsthand how Casey Middlestack goes. But all right, D on defense, who is your pick for Tuesday and Thursday? Well, since those are the only teams worth picking from, but I want to know who you guys like there. Um, I actually do like Brady Shea. You're gonna stick with it, yeah? I think that I think that uh, those games against Chicago, because Chicago's still fighting, and. Carolina, I think, is going to want to get that President's Cup. They're going to want that uh, that best record in hockey. And I think that they really want to be the number one seed. Like, that seems to be very important to them. So I actually think that they aren't going to let up and that they are going to keep on pushing. So I see hmm. those shots continuing, and I see that possibility for offense. And what about Jake Bean? It seems like you would pick... Pretty Shea over Jake Bean at this point. I said pretty Shea, did I not? Well, yeah, but like no power play time versus some power play time. I just oh was no, Jake curious. Bean is trash. No, I'm not. I'm not picking Jake Bean. Jake right. Bean was a, a waste of a drag, draft pick in the first place. That's harsh, man. Jake Bean is not good. He is not good. <laughs> he he. Uh, no, he he continually makes bad mistakes in the defensive zone. You know, where as a defenseman, you shouldn't be making bad mistakes. He makes poor exit passes, and he doesn't get the puck out. He doesn't get points on top of the fact that he doesn't really do much else. Yeah, not much going on for him lately. Tell right, me I'm wrong. Fair enough. Please, tell me I'm wrong. I am I'm on the side of Connor Murphy, just because, uh, you know, with him... Bang Daddy Murph. Bang Daddy Murph. He is reliable when it comes to this shit. And I like Murphy over Zadorov. If you just want hits, Zadorov is your fucking guy. He's got 28 hits in his last six games, 15%, where Murphy is 13%. But Murphy's doing hits, he's doing blocks, he's doing shots. He's got 17 pims to go with it, too, if, if you're in a pim league. But, man, I dig it. I dig it there. Raj, your defensive pick, who do you dig? 
My defensive pick for the midweek would be Lazan. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm walking the walk. I'm going with the guys that I actually took. Um, again, peripherals, great schedule. Um, but on the topic of hits, I got a call back to my old boy Nathan Bastion. <laughs> he is he is five a game, my every God. game now, five a game every game right now. He's got thirty five hits in the last seven games. You know, he's they got nothing else to play for. He knows that's his stat, and he's padding it, <laughs> and there's no competition. But um, if you are in a hits hits race and you need to guarantee some, he's a guy. But um, off topic, uh, I would say Lazan, and I would have liked to say Goligoski, but he's kind of cooled, cooled off a, a lot. Bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Although there could be some, some blockage to do in those games. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Gotta hate blockage. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for the midweek preview here. Checking out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for spot streams and shit. Just a reminder, please leave us a review, man. We're like we're we're rounding out the the season here. And you know, if there's one way to help us going into next season, just get us exposed to more people. I, I forget <laughs> where I was going with that. But um yeah, leave a review. Give us a review. Yeah. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube if you if you want to uh, watch us talk some shit. Yeah, find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. Catch us in the Discord. And until next time, we love you guys. Love ya. Yeah, we'll rub it good time. <laughs> love you.